0: welcome back um we have all four of us this week I, at this point i'm considering cardillo a part of it so we have dave and connor back along with john and i um gentlemen as always if my audio goes to shit just start talking over me <laughs> um so yeah yeah it is what it is um, we're going to start with NASCAR. I told no, you no, I no, we're no, we're not. No, yes, we're not. Yes, we 100% are. <laughs> uh, the most incredible, like, sporting move, play I've ever seen. Uh, Ross Chastain just rides the fence around third and fourth corners at Martinsville to make the championship for. Uh, listen, even your non NASCAR people out there were confused. It was awesome. I, I I've told a few people, but you can do that in like the NASCAR video games, and it's successful. So, um,
1: I have a question, Chad. Is as, as one of the people yeah. who does not watch NASCAR, why is he like the first one to figure this out? Like, I've seen people say like this has never happened before. Like, if this is like how how can this be the first time that this happens? I'm I'm confused
0: on that. So two reasons one like when you're able to do it in video games you usually don't put damage on so you could like rack in your car is fine what he did there you can only do on the last lap because he wouldn't have been able to make it around another time his car was completely destroyed it was broken Um, the second thing is the walls on these tracks aren't like flat smooth where you're just going to kind of ride along it like they're jagged there's like spots where he could have hit hit the wrong way and gone dead left into like traffic.
1: So do you um, think this was just like a spur of the moment, like all right, this is like my only shot type of thing, or like was it do you think this was like planned? Or that's... Um,
0: he so he probably planned it with like two laps left. So he had to make up three spots past three guys on the last lap in order to make it to the next round.
2: Okay.
0: And if he tried to do anything else he wouldn't have passed those three guys. He didn't even,
2: even... It didn't even seem like his team knew he was doing it though, which is crazy from the uh audio in the car. No, they didn't. He just went rogue, (laughs) he went rogue. Yeah, so that's probably enough. That's probably enough NASCAR talk for what. But I think we should. I I wanted to start like this, you know. Chad makes his own decisions like he does.
3: I will say he did call me last night and told me he was going to start the show in NASCAR. (laughs)
2: This guy's unbelievable. Gentlemen, we had a huge game this weekend. Um, One of you more happy about it than the other, but for three quarters, I mean, that was the game of the day. You guys want to unwind a bet? Like you want to you want to talk about the uh, the game? It was. Um, You
0: want to go first or second?
1: Well, you won, so you know you you pick. That's that's fine.
0: All right, I'll go, and then you go, and then we'll let Connor and John jump in. Um. So this is why last week on the podcast, I. Well, I took the under, which was wrong. But the reason I said I wasn't going to touch the spread is because if you look since twenty sixteen, this like the game's always close. Like it made no sense. It was over a two score game, regardless of what you think of Penn State. You just look at the recent, you know, scores of these games. They're always close. Um, in terms of the game, and it kind of like what I said after when we after the Michigan weekend. Penn State, it doesn't change what I think of them. I still think they're a, you know, 9 to 14 team in the country. They're going to beat 98% of the teams they play. Um, I just – I think they're at, a, like, a crossroads in terms of quarterback play. Um, And I think next year, in terms of Franklin's tenure, I think next year is could be everything. If, if the freshman Drew Aller isn't it and you're, you know – starting with another mediocre quarterback. Like, I don't know what direction that program. Well, let me, goes. let me cut
1: you off there. Let me cut you off there. So this is the last year of Sean Clifford. And I really think down the stretch here now, now that, that winning the big 10 is out of the question, right. It's going to be Ohio state or Michigan. Um, I think we're going to see more drew LR. Like we know what Sean Clifford is. Um uh, I mean, the ceiling for this team now is a new year's six bowl, right? They should probably win out. They're going to be, favorites in the remaining of their games so they're probably going to go 10 and 2 which will get them in a new Year six bowl fine it's like a kind of been par for the course not the last couple of years but frank done that a few times now um and then it's gonna you know it's really turned the keys over to drew aller and i think i speak for the entire penn state fan base very excited to see what we have in him have not had a quarterback recruit like this in a long time i mean he could be legitimately a a stud like a first round caliber type of guy um Going back to the game, though, um, yeah, I thought Penn State actually outplayed them for the first three quarters, and um, JT, I'm going to butcher his last name, Chad. What is it, Tumolele?
0: So
1: Let's just call him JTT. Um, I mean, that was like a game-wrecking performance, and I think that's what Ohio State's been missing the last couple years, Chad. Like They haven't had a Bosa. Um, they had not had Chase Young the last two years. Like they kind of were – were they hadn't had that game record in the D-line like they've had in years past. And, like, he's the reason they won that game. He was single-handedly responsible for three turnovers. He had two picks, returned one of them, and then also completely knocked Penn State's right tackle into Sean Clifford to really force the the key fumble in the fourth quarter that kind of flipped that whole game, I thought. Um, but Penn State was really able to move the ball up and down. I mean, like you kind of said, Chad, they match up better with Ohio State than do Michigan for for the most part. Um, Michigan really beats them up in the trenches and they have athletes that can, that can match up with Ohio state on both sides of the ball. Um, yeah, really, really thought they were going to maybe do that one, but it's, it's kind of like from a Penn state's fan perspective, it's the same thing every year. You know, these games are close and then eventually Ohio state just kind of breaks the door and, 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 and closes them out. So frustrating.
2: I, uh, Chad, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm in with you now, officially nine weeks in. Marvin Harrison, I would agree. He's, he's <laughs> fucking unbelievable. He is an incredibly uh, okay. talented. I mean, he's, he might be better than his dad.
3: His advanced metrics, so he's not very good at creating separation.
1: Parker Washington outplayed him.
3: Parker Washington was the best receiver in that
1: game on Saturday.
2: They lost him.
1: Chad, he made some. He he really. I mean, he was he was a big reason why Penn State stayed in that For game. Park- honestly, he made some unreal catches. Parker wasn't
2: going I- against Joey Porter Jr. Yeah. Well, no, I was,
1: that actually annoyed me. I saw Marvin had a few catches on on Johnny Dixon, Johnny Dixon, who you know isn't Joey Porter Jr. Johnny so they Dixon. weren't. That's a South Carolina transfer, right? Yeah, he's actually Dave, been pretty good for Penn State. So... Legend, dude. That's yeah. so,
0: Dave. I saw the numbers today, and I think Marv only was targeted um, when he was covered by Porter three times, maybe. Yeah,
1: I don't think he made. He might have had a catch or two on him, but he didn't make any like big plays in him. I think most of those chunk plays came down the field against Dixon or um, uh, Keaton Ellis. It, it wasn't it wasn't Joey, I don't think.
0: Yeah. Um, hey,
3: from the from the game of the day though, I mean, my school put up three points against UConn. Yeah, that's the same time of the day. That was, that's sorry. rock bottom. You didn't,
2: have, you didn't actually you didn't have to bring that up, but
3: it's nice. No, you it. It I mean, the fact that we're Nine and a half point dogs to Duke at home is disgraceful. That's really bad. This is as low as you can get. Apparently, we got players about to get suspended because there's just like off the field
2: stuff going on. So, possible, uh, maybe an AF situation. <laughs> players suspended for smoking pot in the locker room. What's going on um, in college station, man? <laughs> what a mess! What uh, you I know, Lane kicking, are
0: not
3: in a good spot right now.
2: BC and Texas A and M are competing for for maybe worst year, um, but Lane Kiffin clown Jimbo Chad, you still have more on the? Are we done with Ohio I, State? You more on that?
0: There was one last thing I wanted yeah. to add. I'm sorry. Um, so I know we had talked about it again after Penn State Michigan, and I think Dave was the one that said it that you know Michigan is legit. Um, I don't have the full rankings for this week, but at this point, I do think Michigan's better than Ohio State. I, like I just Ohio State is—you saw it last week against Iowa and then against Penn State. They in the first half tried to just be something they're not, like trying to like establish this power run game and these bubble screens, and it's just—I like—I don't know why they go that route. And I think until they fix that, like I, I would take Michigan in that spot. Like if Ohio State tries to come out there and like pound it down Michigan's throat, they have no chance. Um, yeah.
3: The college football rankings, quick though, because I actually haven't pulled up.
2: It's the Can first playoff of the year, right here. Yeah, they came out thirty minutes ago. We'll give you a pass for not knowing.
3: We got uh, Tennessee at one, Ohio State two, Georgia three, Clemson four, Michigan five, Bama six, TCU seven, Oregon eight, USC nine, LSU ten, Ole Miss eleven, UCLA twelve, Kansas State thirteenth, Utah fourteenth, Penn State fifteenth, Illinois sixteenth, UNC seventeenth. Followed by Oklahoma State at 18, then Tulane at 19, our legendary Syracuse Orange at 20, Wake Forest at 21, NC State at 22, Oregon State being ranked for the first time in program history at 23, Texas at 24, and then UCF at 25.
0: Takeaways, to
3: anyone? I think they got it right. I mean, I'm not surprised they they put Tennessee higher than the AP poll. I mean, I don't yeah,
1: know. Yeah, Tennessee's you, Tennessee's got the best win. They're the best um,
2: resume overall. Top to bottom, I'd say they deserve that, but I mean big game this week against Georgia. Prove it immediately. I, I
3: will say all in all, it doesn't matter that there's three SEC teams ahead of TCU or uh yeah, and ahead of TCU. Three SEC teams will not get into the playoff. I there's just no scenario that happens, in my opinion. I uh, I think
1: it's kind of a, a bad sign. Um For tcu though i mean being undefeated you said they came in at they came in at seven okay so they have to win out to me yeah they're gonna have to win out um and even then i don't think they're a lot i mean it kind of depends what happens above them but does t does an undefeated tcu get in over a one loss ohio state or michigan i don't know
3: if they won their conference i think they would leave Ah. out the loser of the big ten
1: I mean, we're gonna find out what the committee thinks about the Big Twelve because we know they don't think of them the same as the SEC or the Big Ten. Um, I, I don't know I if, if TCU is gonna get the same respect that that people, some people might think they they should. Um, we'll see, though. I, I I don't know.
3: I saw TCU has the third strength of schedule right now, which third, should help yeah, that. strength of
2: record. I don't know if there's a difference <laughs> in there. Record. Yeah, I have no idea yeah. what. The difference I think is, strength. Though. No, I think there is a difference. Strength of records. I think like performance compared to the schedule itself. Um so
0: I think the interesting going back to that Brad, seven to nine it,
2: range. God damn it, Chad. Give me a second, dude. I'm trying to get a fucking word in over here. The <laughs> biggest takeaway for me out that the committee put a six and two LSU one spot over Ole Miss, who's eight and one. That's ten and eleven. LSU obviously just went and blew out Ole Miss. So I think keep an eye on head to heads now with these rankings because I think that's an important tell for the committee. Uh, I have no that was- with it. I
1: was kind of surprised to see LSU at ten there because I was
2: surprised to see them there until I realized like they just blew him out. Now Ole Miss is eight and one and they're a spot below. I think that's interesting. That's so LSU
1: is is getting their respect from just beating up on Ole Miss, but like what's another good win in the resume? They got beat up by Tennessee at home. Uh they barely beat yep. Auburn on the road. Uh they kind of scooped by Florida did, on the road. Though. Like, yeah. who else have they beaten? They haven't beaten anyone good besides besides Ole Miss. Yet.
3: They, have they no, they didn't
1: play Kentucky.
2: No, no, it's really. I agree.
1: That's just the SEC. Trying to
2: juice up, juice up Bama because they Brian play each That's not. That's a good point, John. Um. So
3: I, the only scenario where Tennessee misses is if they lose to Georgia and Bama wins the SEC, right? Assuming Tennessee doesn't drop a game to like
2: you know whoever they got left on their schedule. That's not Georgia. Watch that Cox game there in a few weeks. <laughs> Especially if they're that coming up in Georgia a lot. Um insane.
3: I hope you would want them to win, I think. If they lose to Georgia, you might lose by a hundred.
1: I'll tell you what I'm thinking too. I really, really, really hope that Clemson drops one here. Like I hope they lose Notre Dame this weekend because I don't think they're on the same level as as the rest of the teams in the top. Uh,
2: I wanted to touch on that. Notre Dame beat the shit out of Syracuse. I think Notre Dame's actually like very solid right now. I think they're a completely different team than the first few weeks in the year. Freeman's a new coach. I think they're starting to look a lot better, and they're flying under the radar, and I think they could. And we're going to come back to that. But I really like that game this weekend.
3: I mean, but of course the game's in Clemson, you know? Like, God okay. forbid,
0: we'll go That's with okay. anyway. <laughs> I, I anyway. Ca- part yeah. of me kind of thinks you see UNC there at 17. I, I feel like they kind of got screwed. I mean, like – they could go and run the table with Virginia, Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, NC State. No given. But if they finish the year with one loss, I give them a chance against Clemson with Drake May. But yeah. where they're ranked right now, I don't think it matters if they win. I don't think they have a chance.
1: I mean, the problem with UNC, I mean, they are seven and one, but what's their best win, Chad? I mean my a loss hit. Exactly. It's like Pitt or Miami, who've both, you know, not didn't been they good. Lose to A&M too? No, uh, they, they don't. Their them. only loss is Notre Dame. They lost by 13 at home to Notre Dame. Um, they obviously, I mean, I think the problem that's probably hurting UNC, first of all, Drake May is a certified stud. Um, he's, a, he's going to be a future first round pick, but they're probably getting hurt in some of those metrics that the, the committee looks at because their defense has been one of the worst in the country. Um, you're right, though they could absolutely go 11 and one. I mean, they're going to end up. They're most likely at this point going to be playing Clemson in the ACC title game. So, you know, if they if they finish the season with one loss and they do beat Clemson in that title game, you never know.
3: All right, so here here's a question: If Clemson runs the table, wins the ACC, TC runs the table, wins the Big 12, one of those teams is going to be left out, right? Yeah. I, I think so. God, but based scenario. on the rankings right now, it would be – I think it
0: would be TCU.
1: I think it would be TCU as well. Um, I, think I don't think a one-loss Clemson is getting in, though. If no, Clemson no, drops one, I... I think they're done.
3: If either of those teams lose a game, they're, they're done for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I, I put TCU back in the range with um, Oregon-USC. So they're 7, 8, and 9. If all three of those teams were to run the table, like who – like if it was eleven and one, Pac-12 champ USC or undefeated TCU, like there's a chance they still take USC over TCU.
3: I think they'd, they they would have to take TCU. I'm pretty sure. But it's a good you never question. The brand name, yeah.
2: TCU's got a good record. I mean, like they should be respected for sure. Like good, like good strength and record. Like they've beaten good teams. Big Twelve's not easy. They've gone out and won. They've come back. They've I don't know. They've they've won in every way. They're fun. I love them. I love that team. I love the horny frogs. Should we, we recap
3: did. they got me one of the worst beats of my entire life last weekend?
2: Holy they did. shit. That
0: was insane. They did.
2: They did. Should
0: we recap the quick picks quickly?
2: We do need to do that. I was uh I was one and two. Tulsa Same. was not a good bet. Cincinnati was not a good bet. Illinois was a very good bet. So I'm 14 and 16 on the year. I just cannot get over the fucking hump. It's killing me in these locks. Yeah, I'm 16 Bad. and I'm 15. Chad went 0-3, under 61 in OSU. Penn State didn't hit. South Carolina laid in a fucking egg. We don't even need to talk about that game. And uh, Michigan did not cover in the rivalry game where they uh, had a couple players get assaulted in the tunnel after. 12-18 and 18 on the year for Chad. I'm 16. Connor joined me on Tulsa, unfortunately. Um, we did not hit that. Kansas State, that was an absolute bucket. They beat the shit out of Oklahoma State, 45-0, I believe. Would have never seen that one coming. Um and then Kentucky did not cover against Tennessee. Um, Connor is now 16 and 14, still carrying the flag for us, the only one over 500. Will he continue? And then Dave did have some guest picks last week Arkansas minus three and a half. I don't know who they even played. So. They covered Auburn by about
1: 50. Okay. I went two and one. I, I covered Correct. with
2: Arkansas and UNC. Uh,
1: both are about three point favorites. Southern Cal did not come through for me. So two and one
2: week for me. Hey, that's a winning record. We it's appreciate record. that. We need that on the show here. Um, is anyone passionate about anything? I, I'll say this before maybe we get into the locks. Maxion's back tonight. We have Tuesday night football. Connor, I believe, mentioned earlier 20 straight days of football. I mean, come on, let's fucking go. We're in the thick of it. Like this is officially maybe almost yeah. like we're like in the super thick of it. Like it's November one.
3: I think this the first the day we heard. don't have football is like the Wednesday before
2: Thanksgiving, and then we have a whole week.
3: But you also have Feast Week with college hoops and stuff. So and workup, Yeah.
2: We're sliding into just, oh, just such a nice time. Remember, yeah, honestly, I honestly
1: feel like outside of Penn State, Ohio State, like not a whole lot to talk about last weekend. It was a little bit of a underwhelming slate. Um, we touched on Notre Dame beating up on Qs, Tennessee beat up on Kentucky. Quick note on that game, Will Levis. I'll, I'll stand oh. by, continue to hold my position. He is not going to be a good pro quarterback, even if he is taken in the first round. Um, I think that's a trap for NFL teams. Uh, I think. I'll,
2: I mean, I really well, don't think that. I think we just go into locks. I think yeah. we just might have to lock it up.
3: Well, well, we'll start with the. Uh, we, we should start with one v two, and then we can we can go to locks because
2: we should preview Tennessee Georgia,
3: biggest game of oh, the yeah. year.
2: So Zero, I, might, a, I almost assume that someone would have a pick in that one. We'll
3: I know. just in case we will uh we'll start there. So Georgia's number one in the AP Tennessee number one in college uh playoff rankings. Georgia opened at minus ten down to minus eight and a half over unders at sixty five and a half. I want to take Tennessee, but I really don't know. I think this might be an auto overplay for me. And then I don't know what I'm gonna do for a side yet. No clue.
2: I mean I, it's, it's like earlier in the year, I just took Tennessee money line against Bamos. I think the same exact, I think it was nine. It's eight and a half now. It's moved three points already. Everyone seems to be on Tennessee. I'm not taking I'm not fading Tennessee again. I did it again last week with Kentucky. I keep doing it. So I won't be taking Georgia. It's either Tennessee or bus, and it might just be money line again. I don't have a lock on it.
0: I am pounding lock number one, Georgia minus eight and a half. Wow. Um, and I, listen, I don't, like, Tennessee's good. But playing in Athens, I think, makes a big difference. We'll we'll see how Tennessee is on the road. I know they played at, what was it, Florida, or LSU and beat the shit out of them. But I think this sort of matchup's different. Um, I look at it in the sense that Georgia will be able to control the clock a bit. Um, they're going to be able to run the ball. Tennessee's defense is bad. Georgia will be able to run the ball and slow the game down. Um, and that's something Alabama couldn't really do. They were like, I mean, Jameer Gibbs had success. He had a lot of receiving yards. Um, I, I think Georgia's just more built to, to slow the game down. And I think Georgia's is going to score about every time down the field, even though I don't love their offense. I think they're just such a good running team. With the four or five guys that they have that get carries consistently, that like I look at it as kind of like a like a thirty to seventeen type game. Like I don't think Tennessee scores that much.
1: Oh, you think wow. you're gonna hold do you think you're gonna stop Tennessee's offense?
3: I will yeah. say Drake was without star pass uh rusher, Nolan Smith, too. Yeah. He's out for season. That's their best D lineman. That's a huge, huge loss for Georgia.
1: Not
0: not their best defense alignment. What's his name?
1: Jalen Carter. All right. I mean one of their yeah, best one of their best yeah. pass rushers, but I mean that is a substantial loss. That's a first round pick on defense right there that you just lost. Um I'm saying you for Georgia Chad because I know you were a Bulldog fan growing up. Um I don't know if that's still a thing or not, but
3: um only when Ohio State misses the playoffs, dude. I yeah, I tend exactly. to agree.
1: Yeah, I tend to agree with what John said. I couldn't see myself going on Georgia here, and it feels like Tennessee. I, I think it's I think it's Tennessee moneyline or bust for me. Um, don't know if I'll if I'll end up playing that or not. But I don't know, man. This Tennessee offense, I disagree with you, Chad. I think I don't think anyone's going to hold them under 30s just with how they play. Um, Hendon Hooker is playing at such an elite level right now. I, uh, yeah, I think it's going mean, to, I think they're going to put up 30. So it really comes, what is, what is Georgia going to do?
0: Think back to how wide open Jalen Hyatt was for some of those touchdowns against Alabama. I just don't see Georgia letting that happen. I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's, listen, if, if Tennessee goes out there and wins the game, it's going to be contested plays where Hendon Hooker's just awesome. And if I see that, I'll give him the Heisman there. But I, like, the amount of guys running wide open against Bama, I don't see that being the case. But we can move on. I'm talking too much.
2: Anyone want to start? Uh Chad's already used a lock. I don't have anything at noon. I do have a 330. If you guys have one at noon or sooner, there's a few I in got between. One there. In, All
0: right.
2: I'm fire away, Kid.
3: Frogs again. I will fade them until I've cash. Texas Tech plus nine and a half. No questions. Wow. TCU they owe me money after last week. And I did it with uh I did it against yeah. Oklahoma State uh last week with Kansas State. I will fade TCU again this week with Texas Tech.
2: I uh I hate the pick. I'm gonna be all over TCU. Um I'm gonna get ahead of that now so you don't text Saturday and say I faded you because I'm TCU out of precedent. I'm on them every game this year. Um God, I love that team. Love Max Duggan. Dave, do you have a pick at noon? Yes, I'm going to go ahead and log up
1: Ohio State, um, minus 30, laying 38 in the road at Northwestern. That's unbelievable. This is purely, I mean, Northwestern legitimately is, is maybe the worst Power 5 team in the country. I feel like I say that for a few different teams, but they are really, really bad. Um, I just don't think they're going to score at all. Ohio State should score a touchdown every time they have the ball. It's really just a matter of when do they call the dogs off? When do they you know, start sitting Marvin Harrison and C.J. Stroud, yada, yada, um I don't know. I, I just think it's a game Ohio State. It's going to be 35 to nothing at halftime. Uh, it ends up being a 49
2: to 3 game. So give me a State. Uh, that the- was, remember when that was a Big 10 title game like 3 years ago? <laughs> yes. Just out of absolutely nowhere. Which is Northwestern out of absolutely nowhere. Was that COVID COVID year for Northwestern? I think so. I mean they got fucking shellacked. Was that
1: Indiana or Northwestern that year? I think that might have been Indiana in the no, Big no, 10 no game. No. Northwestern. Was in it
2: Northwestern
1: got shellacked the last i think that are you sure that wasn't in indiana yeah oh no Indians in the state. east sorry sorry yeah. you're right you're right it must have been northwestern um you're right.
0: so yeah it was 2020 and then northwestern was in the big 10 title game 2018 as well
2: yeah they're they're hurting right now um i'm gonna stick in the big 10 at 330 and i don't think i've done this yet this year i could be wrong but i'm going with a same team back-to-back week lock Give me the Eli and I at home. I th- I like this team a lot. They're starting to approach TCU territory for me. They do a lot of things well. Um, two of the most important things, they run the ball incredibly well, and they play defense, um, and they play well at home. I'm excited to see this spot for them because I think Michigan State, we all know what just happened. I mean, it's got to be distraction city there in the team facilities this week. Go on the road. You can't stop the run, and you can't stop the pass. I don't know how Chase, Chase – Chase Brown, I believe, is the running back's name. Yep. He's being fed the rock like he's got like substantially more carries than anyone else in the country this year. He's got I think a hundred yards at least in every game. He's going to chew him up, and uh, Michigan State's going to have a hard time scoring. Like this could be another ugly Illinois, probably like a thirty-one to seven type of game. It's minus sixteen and a half, I'll take it.
3: I can't believe I'm doing it, but I'm backing Will Levis in Kentucky again this week. Uh, head to Missouri minus two and a half. I think they're going to be highly motivated. I trust Mark Stoops to uh, turn around. I still think they're way better than uh, Missouri, so I think I'm getting a little value because they got shellacked in a tough environment last weekend in Tennessee. I know Chris Rodriguez is a little banged up, which has me somewhat hey, concerned, but I will take Kentucky minus two and a half.
2: I've learned if I've learned anything about Missouri after they just you know completely dominated South Carolina, their defense is effective. If you remember, they really kind of shut down Georgia for a lot of that game earlier this year that that defense is not bad they they confuse you go ahead who's who's next
0: you um, guys are gonna oh you know go ahead chad go ahead you guys are gonna just absolutely hate this play i'm about to give you but give me liberty plus 14 on the road against arkansas i'm kind of excited to watch this game uh maybe have it on a second screen during the georgia game um but liberty's like they're good they have a one-point loss to Wake Forest. They beat the shit out of BYU. Arkansas, you just don't know what you're going to get on a week-to-week basis. I still don't think they're very good. Um, I think the spread's just too big. Like Liberty may not wind up winning this game outright, but I think 14's massive. i got, I got to take them plus 14. I'm going to
1: uh, stay in the same theme I, I kind of went with with Ohio State. Let's just fade bad teams, guys. Uh, give me Oregon lane 31 and a half at Colorado. Colorado's right in that discussion with Northwestern for the best worst power five team. Um, Oregon really has kind of just hit their stride ever since that, that week one shellacking to Georgia. Um, and look, we're kind of in that time of the year, right? We're in the thick of it. Like John said, we're going to start seeing teams start to style point, get some style points in these wins. You know, uh, a 40 to nothing win looks great for Oregon at this time of year. They're, they're still fighting, right? If they win the back 12, one loss, they got an outside chance at squeaking in there. So, um, yeah, just, I just don't think Colorado, they don't have a coach right now. They they have been terrible. I think they've lost seven in a row or six in a row. Um, give me Oregon lane, 31 and a half. Two big numbers, but um,
2: I like it. I like that pick and I like the thought of just fading bad teams. That tends to be uh pretty effective.
1: His teams are starting to give up this time of year. It's like what are they playing for? Not yeah. like not getting to a bowl anymore. Um
2: guys are starting to think about transferring out just that time of the year. It's the it's that is an excellent point. You really and a lot of game a lot of these teams, like, you know, maybe there's an October game where there was like kind of their suit like they had to win that one and at that point they lost it and it's just like how do you how do you get up? Um I'm gonna I'm gonna go in the in the pack twelve. Um This is a team, me and Chad, we had a a really emotional phone call about it. It ended up going incredibly well. They should have won on the money line. This is a weeknight game last week. Washington State has a few extra days of rest. I believe they they played on Thursday or Friday last week. They're going out on the road to Stanford, a team they've won the last at least five matchups against. They've owned this team recently. Washington State's 4-4. and They want to get into a bowl game. I saw a lot of fight out of them last week. Again, I think they got screwed, and they could have beat Utah right at home. Um... Give me Washington State Cougars minus five at Stanford. The, the Cardinal are bad. I think they're a terrible team. I'll be honest. I don't know what happened over there. They've fallen off a cliff. If
3: David Shaw and Pat Fitzgerald weren't named David Shaw and Pat Fitzgerald, they'd have been fired this year. Those teams are bad. Um, yeah, so I was actually uh, very, very, very close to taking Texas uh, at K-State as oh. my third and final lock, but I am instead pivoting to the SEC, and I will be taking Alabama first half minus seven and a half against wow. LSU.
0: Wow. I like that a lot.
3: alabama has really- got to start winning. I, like we talked about, I really think there's a talent discrepancy between LSU and some of
2: these other teams. We saw Tennessee blow them out at home. Yeah. I'm interested to see what they do ranked 10th. I, I That's crazy to me. Makes and Bama, come,
3: I always like taking the first half. I always feel like some sketchy shit happens with Bama in the second half in, in these types of games. So hopefully I'll take the first half, get out of there, and just enjoy the rest of the game.
0: Okay. All right. My last one, I'm I'm jumping on the fade bad teams bandwagon. Dave, I'm surprised. You might be picking this one next, but I'm fading the shit out of Cal. Uh, USC is only a 21-point favorite at home. I mean, Cal stinks, and USC is still in a position where they have everything in front of them. Like you guys have mentioned, uh, there's not a lot to say. I just think 21's way way too close, especially with USC at home. Um, so give me the Trojans there.
2: Okay, I have I have one at 7:30. If uh, how many are left, Dave? Do you have one left, or Connor and Chad are out?
3: Just you and John, You and Dave. yeah,
2: I got one left. What time is yours? Um, I think it's a night game. You go ahead. I'll, go. I'll go ahead. I said we were going to come back to it. Connor, I'll catch you because this game is actually in South Bend. I'm taking the Irish plus four. I think they went out right. I think Notre Dame upsets Clemson. Put Clemson to bed. Put a pin in them. Please, Notre Dame. For the love of God, put a pin in Clemson for me. But I'll take plus four at home. I think it's a close slugfest. Oh wow! I did not know
3: this game was in South Bend. Actually,
1: um, just Irish. touching on that game, John. Th- my only concern, I, I, I kind of agree with you. Like I would tend to lean Notre Dame. What worries me about that is Clemson has really gotten gashed like through the air this year. Notre Dame cannot throw the ball. They don't really have the athletes to throw the ball down the field. They're going to want to muck it up and run the ball. That kind of plays the Clemson strength. So. Um, well, I don't really believe in Clemson as being a really, really good team, a playoff-caliber
2: team. Um, I, I don't know. I'm a little, little hesitant on Notre Dame still. Hey, everyone's on Clemson. I feel like this week it's a low number. I think it's a low number for a reason.
3: It climbed from three to four and a half already.
2: Um, a three and a half to four.
3: It's four and a half on uh, FanDuel right now.
2: Can Can that be my lock number? Four and a half. Is that okay? Will that play?
3: Sure sure uh, you forget uh Notre Dame pulled off the upset in South Bend
2: what was that three years ago in DJ's first start yeah yeah history repeats itself maybe Marcus Freeman hasn't unleashed that pass attack Dave yet maybe he's been waiting for week uh week 10 to really start slugging the rock around out there maybe not a better time than right now get bowl eligible with this win god I love it more every <laughs> time to look at it all right am I last year last lock.
1: All right, I'm going to go uh, with Florida State laying seven and a half. They're on the road. I put that in quotation marks at Miami. Probably going to be more Seminoles fans there. Um, rivalry game. Look, I just think Florida State is a team that has kind of turned their program around this year, right? I know they, they went through a really tough stretch there in October. They lost to uh, Wake, NC State, and Clemson back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. All were relatively close games, um, but I think they've gotten a little bit healthy over the last couple weeks. Let's not forget, this is a team that in week one beat currently ranked 10th ranked LSU. Um, Jordan Travis is a hell of a football player. He's a really, really good college quarterback. Um, and I just think Miami is is a really bad team. Um, we saw them get shellacked by Duke a couple weeks ago. They barely squeaked by Virginia last week. Um, I just think this is a game where in-state Florida State's going to want to lay it on to them make a point, you know, there's a lot of recruiting uh, ramifications on the line in these types of games. So give me the Seminoles. I just think they're a better team. And uh, this is a team that should be shooting and finishing the top 25 of those college football playoff rankings. And that would be a big step forward for them on their kind of way to being back. So give me the Seminoles.
3: I do think Florida State's much better than Miami. I do worry for that same reason. <clears throat> Mario Cristobal borderline might have to win this game to to keep his job. Which is, which is crazy I mean, to say. Mario yeah.
1: Mario Cristobal? No, no he's, he's not so going anywhere. The, in. the
3: buyout is like would be like 50-plus million. That's not happening. Dude, I mean, I, I feel like if we've learned anything, these schools, at some point, they don't care. The boosters, it's the not, first not,
0: year, though. Yeah, we're if not this seeing was that. Year we're not the yeah. one you're in.
2: And I don't think we're going well yet. Too,
0: so. Josh Gaddis could, could get fired after the game, but Cristobal is not going
2: anywhere. These buyouts these days are nuts, man. I think things got to... NIL, all this shit's all crazy. It's nuts. It's insane. Jimbo's gotta get out of there too. I mean, he's realistically on the hot seat, right? Oh, I would absolutely assume so. I mean, you got guys going on Fine Bomb talking about hitmen being cheaper than the buyout. Like I, Jimbo, like that's bad out there. That's a cult too. It really is. Every every time I see a new video from Texas AM, they should stop posting those things. Um
3: last one was was
2: tough. Uh, last, my last closing thought, I will mention it. Uh, the Clemens bowl this weekend, South Carolina on the road at Vanderbilt. Um, (laughs) gotta be honest, morale's pretty low on both sides. So I, uh, I'm actually horrified. I'm pretty scared. Uh, hopefully we pull it out. That's all I got. Uh,
0: Um, I was just going to end with the SEC bias is alive and well, um, in the college football world, I mean, just it's I think should be alive and well until proven
3: otherwise. I mean, those teams routinely kick the shit out of the other conferences in the playoff.
0: But to have, like, I mean, where LSU is, I just think it's the, the all these teams and, that and in the do team,
3: the CFB rank. The playoff rankings do not matter below eight, even six, maybe. None of oh, those. That's not true. Do, no. What's the lowest seed to ever get in the original? Like, I think they are ranked eight. These I rankings don't, know, don't
0: just matter for a college football playoff perspective.
3: Yeah.
1: Got my six bulls in the game on the line, Connor.
0: I thought they used uh,
1: AP rankings for that, or conference winners. It, no, or, what by the end of the year they're going by the college football rankings. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah they're yeah they move. But also, there. I so mean,
3: there. so many bulls have have like you have to have an ACC versus you know. Whatever in some bowls. the Rose Bowl is always going to be pack twelve big ten if it's not a playoff game yeah
2: yeah I mean I'm excited we're you know first college again, I just can't stop thinking about how week zero feels like it was yesterday and now we're uh you know Northwestern beat
0: Nebraska oh, I stop. thought
2: northwestern was good i I thought Nebraska was going to compete for the big ten in the first ha- the first half of the game. And then Scott Frost – Scott Frost forgot he existed. He got fired like – it feels like years ago now. Crazy. Um,
1: the only other ranked game we didn't touch on was uh, Texas-Kansas State. I think we got to tip our calves, our caps to the Wildcats. Uh, 48-0 over the Cowboys last week, Oklahoma State. That was something. Uh, Kansas State's just a good team. Um, I kind of like that. That's, a, that's an interesting matchup. The, the Big 12 seems to have a fun game every week. That's I, a game uh, I
3: feel like Texas should win, but I don't
2: know. The, I'm yeah. kind that of they're favorite on the road. They to just be beat honest. themselves up there in the Big Twelve. All those teams, other than TC, they beat everyone else up so far. NFL, pro football. I guess we must shift. AJ, Black Falcons. Wow, that's a good number
3: one. In the NFC South, we are in the playoffs as of today. Unbelievable run here from Arthur Smith. and the you're I'm, all fully, I'm fully off the uh, the tank, even though that's going to be better for us. Fuck it. Let's get into the playoffs this year. That's so just fun. I'd love to see him get in a playoff game, play the number one seed, run the ball about 50 times and make the game close just to scare the other team. God, that would that would be great.
2: Now, I have a question um, with Ty and the yeah, Falcons. Man. Uh, but the questions for Dave, because there was an episode earlier this year, um, Dave said the word frisky a lot, like more than anyone's ever said frisky in like an hour span of time. (laughs) And, uh, but I can't help, but want to ask you who's the friskiest team in the NFL. Is it the Seahawks or is it the Falcons or is it a team I'm not thinking of?
3: I'll tell you what, I think the Seahawks defense actually might be like pretty
2: legit. I I think the Seahawks have a legitimate chance
3: to make a decent little run.
2: They're um their team I'm betting every week, basically, at this point. They're fun. All right, John, you want to hear
3: some
1: you want to hear some frisky
2: teams, the current uh, frisky teams? Give me the frisky, give me Dave's frisky. Yeah, Dave's
0: frisky.
1: Let's go through like we're just gonna do a real quick sweep of some frisky teams. Uh the commanders with Taylor Heineke at the helm are (laughs) the definition of frisky. All right. Um the Seahawks might be better than frisky now. They are actually maybe good. Um, I mean, Gino, I can't believe he's doing what he's doing. Kenneth Walker. We got to see that first hand of the big time last year. Like he might just be an actual stud. Um, the Falcons, I think still qualifies frisky because I don't know if I would say they're a good team yet, but they're going to stay in games. They can run the ball. Like Connor said, if they ever decide to throw it to Pitts in London, like they did last week, they're going to find some success doing that. Um, so they're, they're kind of in that frisky range that. That might be it at this moment in time, but it's a very fluid, uh, a fluid tier, John.
0: I honestly, I, I that, think man. I throw
3: the Titans in the Frisky category. They're they're better than Frisky. I think they're. the 3 not see the AFC right now. They beat the AFC South. Like I, I don't know if they're. Yeah. Then again, I'm always anti-Titans. I just never like them for whatever reason. I don't know. I always really get
2: them. I tell you what, I shit on the Titans earlier this year, but the last two weeks, I, I again, I've taken the Titans the last two weeks. I think they're just way better. They're more physical to beat up the rest of that division. Um, they were only like minus one against the Texans. Like, what was that? That was free. Easy. Texans yep. are so bad. The Texans are so bad, man. Yep. I mean,. Cool. Jet. When
3: I, I, I bet on the Texans, admittedly, I, I went to check the box score in the fourth. I saw Davis Mills had 73 passing yards. I said, well, yeah, it'll be the last time I bet on this team.
2: They have wasn't, no strategy going of these wasn't games.
0: Wasn't John's like picked up, like, lead the AFC South in passing this year, um, yeah. Davis Mills? Oh, absolutely. It may have been even more egregious than that.
2: I think I said I was considering a future on him to leave. You know what's
0: crazy? He actually might not be that far
3: behind leading the AFC South in passing yards. Matt Ryan got benched. Ryan Tannehill's been hurt, and Trevor Lawrence has two games where he threw for like a hundred yards, and then two games where he threw for a lot. So that might not be as bad as you think, Chad. I'm not even kidding.
0: Okay, let's pull it off. Um, AFC South passing leaders. Let's. Um, I guess. Did we want to hit on Dave? Any thoughts on the Steelers? Any updated thoughts? No, I mean
1: just a bad team. I like what they did today, turning
0: Claypool. Um, Kenny
1: has looks like a rookie quarterback right now. Um, not a good situation around him. Matt Canada is horrible. Yeah, it's a mess right now. And uh, haven't experienced really this uh, in almost my entire fandom. Right? I mean, they're they're good every year, even when they're they're not good. They're they're frisky. They're frisky. Right. Yeah. Um. And they're just they just suck this year. So I think trading Claypool, probably getting a top forty pick out of the Bears there, um, is a good return. So, um, I, I, we'll see.
3: You do not need Claypool. That's you do not. No. Need. I
2: mean, the rest of this year is really just uh seeing what we got with Kenny. For me, I think this uh this right here, week eight, was the week officially where you were like you could look across the league and say, okay, this group of teams is terrible and they're going to be terrible. Like this was the yeah. first week where there's there's really a b- big divide I think, or like yeah. maybe three tiers of teams.
3: Well, I mean, you see it with the trade deadline today too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know who yeah. the sellers are, and I was surprised the Broncos sold Bradley Chubb. I know they were looking to, but they're hypothetically not really that far out of it.
1: I mean, I think if you're the Broncos, you're looking at all the picks he gave up for for Russell Wilson and how bad
2: that's gone. It's like, all right. I think Chubbs do. He might have yeah, might be under contract next year, too. Yeah, Chubb's also about to get paid and they probably don't want to deal with that. Now Miami's just shelling out money these days. I, <laughs> I love what's happening. I love what I'm seeing. Um, and I hope it continues. <laughs> Coach Mike had a had a pretty pointed strategy. We upgraded across the board today. We put Lee Meichenberg on the IR, worst graded lineman in, in the NFL this year. <laughs> See you later. Never come back. Just, just stay on the IR. Uh, awesome <laughs> activated starting right tackle be good to get him back in the lineup and then uh yeah bringing in chubb and and jeff wilson low-key uh, i think a really big addition excited all in super bowl okay. run
3: Already okay the safe Edmonds stock in fantasy that guy's done that he's-
1: no no he's
2: he's
3: in he's better now connor he might he's
1: actually get better fun in,
3: in denver but more than he was What's getting how how Miami? He to Denver He was part of that Chubb deal? He was part yeah. of the Chubb deal, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic, news! That's yeah. how we got You're Jeff back alive. I thought he, he was just sitting behind Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostly. All right, Oh, uh, yeah. I, I
2: eyeball test, Chase Edmund was the worst back in football this year, too. I, I've never seen more drop passes out of a running back in less games, and less targets <laughs> than what Chase Edmund <laughs> I, I wanna, produced. I
3: want to ask Dave quickly. I, that Najee clip's been going around. I don't know if you saw it. What's his deal, man? That guy's scared of contact now?
1: I don't know, man. Najee uh looks way worse this year than he did last year. I don't really like when they put Jalen Warren and their backup in, um, they're they've been more productive on the ground this year. So I don't really know what's going on. Um, I like Najee, but yeah, it's just it's just not working out. And really the offense is just terrible as a whole. He's he's been a part of that. Um, but it's not like he's he's getting holes to You know, he like they 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 suck up front. Um, I don't know, man. It's 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 just ugly on offense right now. So I actually, just, just kind of building off how bad the Steelers are offensively, uh, watching that Eagles game, the Eagles have scored more points in the second quarter this year, the second quarter alone, than the Steelers have scored all season long. Just just think about that for a second. I don't know if there's ever going to be a style like that again through whatever it is, eight weeks in the NFL now.
0: I mean, Tyreek Hill has more receiving yards alone than like seven different teams. I thought that was seven pretty interesting.
2: Teams. Actually, Chad... Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell each have more receiving yards than one team. Let me pull Probably up. the Steelers. Probably the, the Steelers. The Tennessee Titans. Jay, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle more yards than Titans receivers combined this year. I actually don't see the Steelers below Tyreek Hill. I see the Falcons, Giants, Texans, Ravens, Bears, and Titans all less yards than Tyreek Hill. Wow. Actually, I'm shocked. I
3: mean, that one game Pickett came in. He threw for like 300 yards low-key, didn't he? He just threw a hell of a lot of picks.
1: Uh, it wasn't 300, but, uh, I don't know. They, they, I don't think any of the receivers are above like 400 yards right now. So Tyreek's already what? Like almost a thousand nine
3: sixty six. Yeah. I also looked it up, uh, Matt Ryan currently leading the AFC South with 2000 passing yards, Trevor Lawrence, second with 1840 Davis mills, only 300 behind Lawrence at 1550.
2: It's third out of four. Yeah, but Matt Ryan's done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sean, well, you had a bad. Or... The, listen, the, the South divisions in both conferences are, holy, I didn't realize that both the Souths were really that bad. But it's both the Souths. What's happening down? You know why? It's SEC land. That's what we care about down here.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so before we gets to locks, I feel like we should talk about Two teams specifically, the Bucks and the Packers, at what, and the Rams, I'll add in there. At what Are are we in panic mode for any of these teams, for all these teams?
2: They're all kind of booty cheeks. I mean. I think the Packers
3: are, are – I actually think the Packers have a better path to the playoffs than either of those two teams. I think the Bucks are in serious trouble.
2: They're just – I think they're, there's three stale teams. Like, they're just kind of stale, you know. I don't like. They're not. They haven't been exciting this year. They've been pretty lifeless. Um, I, I would say. I would say. I agree. The Bucks
1: look like a complete mess right now. I still think they got the best path to the playoffs. Uh, should I mean, we the Browns, add
0: the Bengals to that? No. 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 I mean, they're four and
1: four. Um,
2: last night was bad. I mean, without Jamar Chase, they
1: they should be worried. No
2: Burrow's never beat the Browns. Also, the Bengals just have not played well against the Browns in the last several years. Yeah. It's what the Bengals did last year too. They just dropped games they shouldn't then That's they what did. the NFL is NFL's is weird like that. Like the like Belichick never loses to the Jets. And you saw it again. This like it's just always some someone's owning someone, it seems like at every every turn. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, it was an ugly slate though. I don't think we need to touch a whole lot more on last week. Um it was the worst slate for Vegas of the entire season. Yeah. I went nine and one birthday. Yeah, our, and one. I knew
3: Vegas got smoked because our entire group chat did well and that never Everyone happened. Did. So yeah. Everyone did
2: well. Yeah. Um, but we move on. Onward and upward.
3: Uh Thursday up night, there. we don't have to do much on it, but we got the Texans Thursday night. They just keep blessing us with these great teams on on prime time.
2: The Texans and they get the, the Eagles. This could be one of the most lopsided Thursday night games we get. Um, and it's the same night as the World Series. Philadelphia's got both those games on the same night in Philadelphia, right? Yeah, right next to uh, – no, the Eagles play in Houston. Okay, that's good.
3: Yeah. That's good. Uh, I, I didn't. I don't even want to talk about the game. I just wanted to mention that. They just continue well, to get us these shit teams.
1: You know what's funny now is uh, with the World Series game getting postponed last night, it's, so, it's, it's Philly-Houston in the NFL, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That was supposed to be an off day for the World Series, but now uh, they'll be playing the same they're night. Right. So, that's – I don't know which game Philly and Houston the fans Philly's will be watching. Houston line. is going to be watching the Astros. Philly's – I
3: don't know. Philly – Uh, I guess they'll probably be watching the Phillies. It'll be people at Eagles games streaming the Phillies game, or they'll leave at halftime. They'll probably have it on the
2: board, day. too. They'll put it on the board throughout the game. Commercials, yeah. dude. Um. Locked. Do we want
0: to do the same thing we did last week, John? Do you want to set aside the IGOW?
2: I kind of like that. Um, last week, you know, we we put the IGOW on the uh, side of the table. There, and that is quite honestly, there was like three or four really good options for the IGOW last week. So it was uh, there's one that I'm staring at, like Raiders Jags is fucking horrible. I wouldn't ever look at it in any other way other than the IGOW. Like I wouldn't even look at it. You know what I hate? I, I, I'm probably going to bet the Jags yet. I, okay. it
1: lock,
2: I don't mind that because I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. All right, for the I got here, for my I got pick. I'm taking the Jags because I think McDaniel should be fired. I think he's a terrible head coach, and um, I think the I Jags are going to be favored. Derek,
3: Derek Carr looks broken right now. Oh, I mean, that guy, he, yeah. he, he had like a 14 passer rating last week, something like that.
2: They're just not good. Um, they didn't score against the Saints, and Josh McDaniels an offensive coach. What more can you say? Uh, Jags are plus one and a half, Connor. I think they'll be favored by Sunday. So I'm with you.
1: I I, I would rather Vegas. nominate the I was gonna say I'd like to nominate the Rams Buck as the Rams Bucks as the I go. Um I mean name brand game
3: literally America's game of the week. Though? Yeah,
1: but like do you want to watch that's gonna be disgusting. I mean those those both those teams offensively are like atrocious right now. Um that that's gonna be a gross game. I mean, it'll be on because it's the, the game problem, of the
2: week, but there's only two four o'clock games, and that's one of them. That's I the problem. Gonna
3: say, why do they do that? This, <laughs> so week we, this week we had four four o'clock games,
2: there's, and, and now there's we- six
3: teams
1: on a bye this week. That that seems like a ton.
2: So fucked up. Well, oh. it's like a it's like you a guys fifth of the league up. is on a bye. Dave, Raiders
0: over. Raiders spread. Great.
1: All right, yeah. Give me yeah. the. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Raiders as well. Bounce back. Wow. All right. Two v two right there.
2: Um.
3: All right. I didn't want to kick it off.
2: Oof. I am going to uh, go with the Dolphins minus five against the Bears. I mean, come on. We just went out to Detroit, covered. Uh, I faded the Bears last week in my locks. Dallas blew them out. I just don't see how they can keep up with the scoring. I don't care how good their defense is. They're not going to be able to keep up with the score. Defense
3: ain't that good anymore right. after they shipped out Roquan Smith. So I mean, it was John, about forty-nine. It's going to John,
2: be
1: a you that, that might be like, is that four or five weeks in a row? As the Dolphins is a lock. No,
2: no, I think someone <laughs> has. No, I think someone has. Um, and I think I have, I have bet on them every game this I year. I mean, I think but, you're
1: doing all right, but I, I feel like maybe it's just a sense to
2: his win back. But um, yeah. Oh no, I definitely wanted to taken them with Teddy. So this okay. would be the third. This would be the third week in the row then, right? um i don't think i had them i think you had them against the steelers i know you had them last week against the lions right they covered last week so yeah no i think
3: you're doing all right they're uh,
2: They're gonna cover again though
3: god that one hurt me last week i was on the lions i thought i had it in the bag bad team they are a bad team uh dan campbell on the hot seat i will uh i'll stay at one o'clock obviously um they gotta get right I'm taking the Packers, minus three and a half in Detroit. Rogers versus wow. Lions
2: is just you gotta do it. <laughs> this could get him fired. This could get Dan fired, honestly. Um
1: I'm on a lock agreement with Connor there. Um I, I they have like Connor said, they have to get right. I mean, if they drop the three and six and they and they uh drop one of the lions, I mean I guess they could win and not cover, but um I, I just think it's the game. Uh yeah, like Connor said, have it's to get must right. Win. Here. Must win. It it's a must it's a must cover to yeah, be honest. Yeah. We're both blocking them up. It's a must cover. Three and a half though. That really is. It's it's crazy to see that because the Lions stink. I mean, three and a half. I'll tell
3: Modern. you what, one thing about games uh, at Ford Field, I might just have to start auto betting overs. I mean teams just score at will in that stadium. So I'm yeah. probably be looking at the over in that game too. Forty nine and a half. One of the it might be the highest of the weekend, actually. Nope. Seattle, Arizona
0: highest. Um, Chad, have you gone? Have you I have not. I have not. Toss one out at us. Throw I'm the go air. I am going with the best team in the NFC North right now, and that is the Vikings. They are three point favorites on the road at the Skins. Skins have played well with Heineke. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. At them Commanders. Whoa, dude. Go yeah, on. good luck oh, with that oh. one. Taylor yeah. Heineke. Whoa. Commanders are frisky, according to Cardillo. Um, But I, I kind of think Minnesota might just be good. I think it's way too close. Uh, give me, give me Skull Nation there.
3: I,
2: uh, that scares
3: the fuck out of me. I think the Vikings I, are kind of frauds.
2: Yeah, I don't. I think the Vikings are good. I'm, I'm more excited just for this game in general. I think this is, a, this is gonna be a good game. I just think it's gonna be a good game. Almost like the under. I almost think it's gonna be low score. I don't know why. I have a next lock. If You want me to just keep the order we were in? Let's love it. it. Couldn't love it more. Blow out, blow out alert, blow out alert. Bengals minus seven and a half at home against the Panthers. This one's not going to be close. It should be more than seven and a half. Recency bias on the line because the Bengals just shit the bed on Monday night. I Monday night football is an absolute enigma. Never put any stock into Monday night football. It's it's for years. I've noticed this. It's just totally crazy. And whatever you expect to happen, never will happen. The, and the Panthers just came off this massive emotional loss. The tank is going to be on from here on out. They don't care about winning. Bengals probably win this by thirty-five. Like I, I honestly think this would be like a four or five touchdown win.
1: I don't. I I thought that's what the Bengals would do last week, John. Um, and no, Jamar. That just makes me nervous. But we'll see.
3: I'll tell you That'd be what. A get right spot. The way you beat the Bengals is with a pass rush. Brian Burns worries me a little bit from Carolina. Derrick Brown. Because the reason the Bengals blew out the Falcons, the Falcons have, like, less than 10 sacks as a team this year. Miles Garrett, Michael Parsons both destroyed the Bengals. But I do agree that I think you're getting some value. TJ Watt. Line. Yeah, TJ Watt. I do think you're getting some value due to recency.
0: John, it sounds like they hate your play. I love it. I don't
3: it. hate it. I, 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 I mean, it. I will never have the Panthers again this year. But I
2: like the Bengals play more. almost maybe more than the Dolphins play. It's the, the
3: been a little bit frisky with P.J. Walker,
2: though. Yeah, they're – you, you get to a point where that can't continue. John, they're on, <laughs> they're on frisky watch. Let it be known. I've been, I've given
1: P.J. Walker a lot of crap, but he – I'm impressed the last two weeks.
2: He did set the uh, all-time longest air pass of completed uh, in NFL history this past week, 64 yards or something. Wait, really? All-time? Yeah, or <laughs> in the stat cast era, however long they Oh, were. wow.
1: Yeah. That's great. That was a dime.
2: DJ Moore. Yep. All right.
1: Do you want me to go Connor or or am I jumping you here?
3: Uh, I have uh, a four o'clock game. I I haven't, I haven't decided on my third lock, to be honest. I was thinking about taking the bills in New York, but I'm going to pass on that as a lock. So go ahead. And then I'll use my my next one.
1: All right. All right. I'm going to take the Pats laying five and a half at home against the Colts. Um, This is really, the Pats kind of, kind of quietly sitting there at four and four. I think they're going to be able to hang around in this playoff picture in the wild card picture. Um, and it's Bill Belichick against a rookie QB, Sam Ellinger, who is now the Colts' starting quarterback. I don't have the stats in front of me. Maybe Connor's got something top of head, but I know Bill Belichick has kind of owned rookie quarterbacks forever. And um, that Pats defense is just still a Bill Belichick coach defense. They're still really solid. And um, I think the Colts are going to be, I'm sorry, the Pats are going to be able to run the ball with Ramondre. Um, I just don't really believe in in Sam Ellinger and the Colts. I think you talk about the tanks being on. I think the Colts are kind of just punting this season. They're, you know, I, I'm sh- kind of surprised they moved to Ellinger already. Um, maybe they think there's a chance to the the, guy, uh, but
3: it was an Ursa decision from what I've heard.
1: Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I think the Colts are kind of a, a dead team walking right now. Um, deflated after that loss to Taylor Heineke. Give me the Pats lane, five and a half. This is a big game for them. They can go to five and four, and again, they're right in the thick of the, the AFC wildcard picture.
3: Oh, I hate my last two locks so bad. Um, it's about as ugly as it gets. I I think the Seahawks are a much better team, but this spot is screaming Cardinals minus two. I'll, I think the Seahawks are going to be a huge public dog, so I'll be all over the Cardinals minus two at home. I just, I this line feels very fishy, and this just seems like a spot the Cardinals got to win.
1: I agree with you. I'm, I'm shocked to see the cards are favored, which is exactly why you should throw on the cards. So, I like that pick,
2: Chad. You
0: guys might hate this one, but I'm going to go Tennessee plus thirteen at Kansas City on Sunday Night Football. The over unders at forty six. Um, I, I just like Tennessee's defense is pretty good. I I don't, I, I also like the under and I think 13 points is way too much if, if I'm thinking under there. Um, I certainly don't see Tennessee winning the game, but I think they'll be able to keep them in check and, and, and be able to run the ball a bit and keep the game close.
2: Um, great segue one before I forget, Dave, love the Patriots pick. They're my fourth favorite pick here. Um, so I'll be on them with you, but Good Lord, give me the Chiefs minus uh, Chad. I think you said 13. I'm seeing 12 and a half. Um, either way, don't care. Give me the Chiefs. Chiefs coming off a bye week, two weeks to prepare for this game. The Titans have covered five straight. I don't think that that trend will continue. Um, and the Titans went out and, and kind of dominated uh, Tennessee in 2021 when they when they faced off almost a year ago today. They played in October. Uh, that- Do we know if Tannehill is going to be playing? That's the thing. They don't know. And, and if he does play, he's he is not healthy. He's banged up. Uh, the Chiefs are going to get after him. If Malik Willis plays, the Titans might not score. Um, they're going to need to really rely on Derrick Henry. I don't think it will be nearly enough. I think Kansas City, with that bye week critically, like that will get them to, to just, I think, run away with this one.
3: I actually really like Tennessee in that spot. I just think they match up well, typically. But uh, my last lock, I'm taking – I decided uh, I'm going to fade Chad and his first pick. I'm going to take the Commanders plus three-and-a-half at home with Heineke. Uh, I, I, if I, if it wasn't the Falcons, I think the Chargers probably blow them out this week. Just it's not a good spot for the Falcons. Uh, and if it wasn't the I-Gow, i I would have taken the Jags. But as a result, I'll take the Commanders plus three-and-a-half.
1: Love that. Um, final lock for me, I am going to go ahead and, um, play the bills Lane 13 on the road. Kind of crazy to see that kind of speaks to how dominant Buffalo has been a little bit concerned. Cause I know Poyer left with an injury. Um, it doesn't look like he's going to play. I don't think there's been an initial or an actual announcement yet. Um, I think Matt Milano also got hurt. So. Might be missing some guys on defense, although I think they are bringing Trey White back, if I'm remembering correctly. He's set to get activated off the IR. Um, and the Bills, one thing I don't think is talked about, I mean, their defense does get love, but up front they're really good. I mean, Von Miller's made a huge difference there. Um, they got a lot of bodies they rotate up front, and they just get after the quarterback. I don't think Zach Wilson is going to be very comfortable in this game. And um, I mean, the Bills on offense. I know the Jets D's been playing well. I think they can kind of hold them, but I don't I don't think the Jets are going to put up, you know, more than 10, 14 points. So I just think Buffalo, uh, I like the spot
0: for them. I uh, uh, lock
2: agreement with Dave. Uh, I agree. I don't need to say anything else. He hit on everything. Beautiful. Chad, real quick, I'm seeing 13. I will we'll give you 13 for that uh, Titans plus 13. I'll take Chiefs minus 13. And a quick adjustment, I actually just grabbed the Bengals at minus seven. I said seven and a half earlier got a minus seven.
3: Tell you the what, boys at basketball a whole lot of favorites on our boards this week got me got me nervous
2: i mean this you know sometimes that's the way it needs to go sometimes the board bends in a certain direction um you it's, know dave, dave six, con- for six
3: on favorites guy loves them this week
2: hey i was hey. like yeah <laughs> I only had Notre, Dame. Let, only let, had Notre let's, Dame. Let's
3: recap Dave's picks real quick. Yeah, Ohio State minus 38 or 37 and a half. Oregon minus 31 and a half. Florida State minus seven and a half. Green Bay minus three and a half. New England minus five and a half. And the Bills minus 13.
2: It's a recipe for disaster, but disaster. I love I love
3: all the picks. I'm
1: Big ready to favorite
2: run. Um He did say he was betting against bad teams. So.
1: Yeah, a lot of bad teams in the mix there.
2: They,
3: the, I will say about the Jets, they uh that Brees Hall injury is gonna be.
2: Huge. Yeah, that, yeah, I totally
1: agree. That that totally changes what they're doing earlier this year.
3: And Elijah Moore hates, or Zach Wilson hates Elijah Moore, or whatever. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, one last thing on NFL because I feel like it's been a big debate. What young quarterbacks are actually good in the NFL right now? I mean that whole twenty whatever class Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence from, potentially all duds right now. I mean, I still have confidence in Lawrence, but like
1: Field is trending up. Trevor's gonna be fine. Um, I'd be worried about Mac at this point. Trey Lance, we still just don't know. Davis I think it's a little up. overreact. You just got like these quarterbacks take time. Like John and Chad are seeing it up close and, and personal with Tua here. Mm-hmm. Like Mm-hmm. He did not look good this first two years. He showed flashes. It's mm-hmm. coming together in year three when they add, you know, when Jalen Waddles in the mix. They add Tyreek. Like it takes time with these young quarterbacks. They had
2: a head coach who actually believes in the guy. I mean, that's yeah. And I just,
1: <laughs> I just think, I just think like we overreact. You know, we're so uh, quick to overreact on like these young quarterbacks when, like, realistically, like these guys are in their second year. It's just gonna take time. That's my take.
3: What, what have, What's thoughts on Herbert?
1: I mean Herbert's a certified stud. I, I don't know where that oh, kind of came man. from from Chad last week. I don't
3: know if he's a certified I, stud.
1: I think Herbert is a certified stud. I think the Chargers organizationally are just a mess. That's so. True. That's that's my take on that. They've also been banged up all year. Keenan Allen has barely played this year. Mike Williams is hurt now. Like you know, the guy. I'm not saying the guy's a, a Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes type quarterback, but I think he's a firmly a top five to seven quarterback in the NFL. That's my take.
0: Would you take him over Burrow?
1: Um, I don't know about that. No, I I think at this point you got to go Burrow, but I don't think it's cr- like if Herbert's on the on the Bengals, I don't think they're any worse off. Take
2: Burrow over Herbert. When I probably would too do at want this want point.
3: Be from uh, from Kenny to end the year, what's the successful season for the Steelers at this point?
2: We already
1: touched on this. Let's not go back here. <laughs> Let's not rehash that.
2: Dave's got to get up some shots soon, dude. Yeah,
3: you know. he was. He lit my ass up last week.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yep, I did. <laughs> oh.
3: That
1: happened around two tonight. You guys will get a recap at about eleven thirty. Yeah. Um, I guess last.
3: Last things to touch on is uh, any any World Series things you want to mention. I see the Sa- – I don't watch Sabres games. I see this guy, Tage Thompson, scoring every night. But other than that,
2: I have no He's idea what they're doing. He's a stud. Um, you know, the Sabres, they lost a few. They've won a few. It's a long season. We don't need to spend a whole lot of time there. But the Phils, uh, they're up 3-0 here in game three. It's the bottom of the second inning. There's a lot of ball left. But – Philadelphia is going to burn to the ground if they win this World Series. I mean, that place is going nuts. The the, the few uh, Phillies fans I know, I've never seen anything like it. It's crazy. Um, fuck the Astros.
3: Bryce Harper also just hit a home run, I think.
2: Yeah, no, he hit, he hit one earlier. Bomb, bomb hit one in the second inning. Um, It's crazy. I don't know what the odds were on this. Kind of forgot the game was tonight because of the rain out, but.
0: Yeah, Sabres are certified, that team. The Kings, no. Kings were, were not. Uh, there was a listing that came out of just ranking every professional sports team. The Kings were last. I still haven't fully comprehended seeing them there, so we're not going to
2: talk I, about them. I, uh, and I chucked you the words what's in funny?
3: There. Before you, you go real quick, my mom sent me that list, and all the captions said
2: was, poor Chad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: honestly, poor me. Kings um, are bad. Um, I don't have anything else. That's
0: about all I've got. This is my last call, and it's kind of trivia for John Connor. I, I don't know if you would know this, but I'm going to include you. So, and this is from my father. I mean, out of the blue, you get those things from whether it's your dad or people that are so, so with sports. I mean, just like one of those, how the fuck did you know that? So he texts me after Brian Harrison is fired. Not even about the firing. Cause like, what does he know about Auburn football? He's like, Cadillac Williams is the interim head coach at Auburn. Okay. So I'm like, you know, nice, whatever. My dad's like, he was a top five pick in the 2005 NFL draft. I'm like, you're joking. I looked like fifth overall. You know who was uh, – He went to Tampa, Yeah. That was my trivia for John, is who did the Dolphins take ahead of him? Ronnie Brown was second
2: overall that same year, I think. And I think Cedric Benson went fourth overall. Rest in peace. Cedric Benson, I think, went fourth overall to the Bengals. And you will never, ever see three fucking running backs go in the top five in a draft ever again. That might be the only time it's ever happened. John, you know what? I pulled up
3: the 2005 NFL draft, so let's take a look. Can anyone tell me the number one pick in that draft?
2: I literally just looked at this the other day, like yesterday. Alex Smith out of Utah. Oh, yeah. That's it was, right. It was
3: the top five. Alex Smith out of Ronnie Utah. Brown. Ronnie Brown. Braylon Edwards went to. Braylon the Edwards. Three. Then we have Cedric Benson to the Bears at four. Cadillac Williams the uh, the Bucks at five. Then we have you Pacman know. Jones going to Tennessee at six. South, South
2: Carolina legend. I don't even need to look. Troy Williamson went to Williams. the Vikings. <laughs> And if you go on Troy Williamson's Wikipedia page, the last sentence in the top summary says he is widely regarded as the biggest bust in Minnesota Vikings history. It's oh, insane. South nice. Carolina yeah. legend, Troy Williamson. I'll tell you. What, Joe, draft.
3: Yo, that this was there was some good players in this draft. We have uh, we got Demarcus Ware, Sean Merriman, Thomas Davis, Derek Johnson, Aaron oh, Rodgers. Jason Campbell, Roddy White, Falcon Legend was their first-round pick, Keith Miller, Logan I Manky can't
2: believe that Aaron Rodgers was in the same draft class as a lot of those guys. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. John, I think the craziest part was like not only three running backs going in the top five, but two of them from the same team. Same team. And same. and Ronnie got out. I, I looked at the stats that year after my dad and I talked about Ronnie had like yeah. 90 carries on the year. Cadillac had like a butt, Like he was a starter. Cadillac was yeah. the Cadillac starter. Yeah, Cadillac was the starter. People forget
3: they their quarterback went first round that year too, Jason Campbell.
2: That Auburn team was a wagon. That actually is like I like vividly remember that draft, like going like Ronnie Brown was my favorite player. That and Auburn remember, team finished
3: the year undefeated. Yeah, I, I, remember year. I remember
2: watching that. I remember watching that Auburn team. That's one of the oldest teams I can remember watching, like them the Tebow Florida teams, like all that shit. Um,
3: you want to know something crazy, Chad? I have a Cadillac Williams custom Auburn jersey. That's awesome. I don't know if I still have it, but I had one as a kid. I I don't know where it's gone. But, yeah, he was, like, my favorite player growing up. So, it's cool to see him coaching there.
2: Yeah. Um, I actually had had a different last call, not football-related. Fun event Saturday, the Breeders' Cup. The Breeders' Cup. You know, it's not a triple crown event, but, uh, you know, in between snaps of of the college football slate, and it's not the strongest slate of the year by any means. It's probably a, you know, middle-of-the-pack one. Throw on the Breeders' Cup. It's always exciting. I'm Kingdom. happy that
3: this college slate is more backloaded than we have yeah. been in previous yeah. weeks.
2: Yeah. So another fun weekend of sports. Ah, uh,
3: college basketball. Survive. College basketball starts in six days, fellas.
0: Yeah, Monday, right? Syracuse plays right. Yeah, now. Monday.
3: Correct. Yeah. Well, all the teams are playing in their scrimmages, but I mean, like the actual games start. Yeah. Monday. Then we got oh, to right. We got the World Cup. November is going to be over with before we know it, and it's
2: going to be a great time. Just like October was. These are the best months of the year. It really is the best best months of the year. I love it. Let's,
0: let's pace ourselves this Saturday, fellas. I got after it way too early with the Ohio State-Penn State game. I was a disaster the rest of the day. I mean, I, I wasn't not,
2: functioning. I might not leave the couch. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm buckling. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm hunkering down this weekend, I've decided.
3: Yeah. yeah, you need those every now and then.
2: Yeah. For the wallet yeah, I'm for, excited house, for it.
3: For, for everything, yeah.
2: I'm really excited for it. All right. right on, well, ready. Next week. Um give Dave the work out there.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I got I got some I gotta I gotta make up for last week. He
2: dude.
3: Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm a little under the weather, so this is gonna be my Michael Jordan flu game tonight, but uh that's all we need. We're gonna make it we're gonna make it happen. All right, we will uh we'll talk to all you guys <laughs> next week.
1: Productions by A.J. Bradbury.